I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. For many blacks, the question of whether or not Jesus was black is not a provocative issue. They cite the passage in the Bible that refers to Christ's olive skin and wool-like hair as evidence. Though this is enough to satiate the most ardent of conspiracy theorists, I find it lacking. At most, it describes only the features of a man that were probably very common in that region. It does little to answer the vital question of true and authentic blackness. After all, the issue is not whether Jesus was dark, but whether he was black. I've taken upon myself to look at other clues in the scripture. Clues that may give us a sense of not just his true hue, but his homie heritage. I think you'll find I've made my case. Clue number one. From the moment of the Immaculate Conception, the question of who the baby daddy was already an issue. I'm not saying this makes Jesus black, but without DNA testing in this time or and no existence of a Maury Povich show, this open question brotherfies him in my book. Clue number two. He was born in a manger because his parents weren't allowed to stay in any inn. Weren't allowed because they were... You can finish it. Clue number three. His cousin had his first hip-hop name, John the Baptist. (laughs) This is a good 2,000 years before Cedric the Entertainer. Clue number four, he walked on water. There's only one reason he would choose to walk on water. Brothers can't swim. (laughs) Clue number five, he spoke in pre-Ebonics. Blessed be the poor, blessed be the meek, etc., etc. These were even called the Beatitudes, or beatitudes that's a double bonus it takes the black familiar use use of b and couples it with attitude and this doesn't even take into account all the begats clue number six he had a large posse even by today's standards a 12-man posse is pretty big in fact some suggest the word posse is derived from apostle Mm. clue number seven he turned water into wine on the surface this may not seem black but the original text suggests he actually turned water into wine cooler obviously a brother move to further prove the point blessed is he who wants to get his party started was deleted from the gospel of john at the second (laughs) council of constantinople in 1553 AD. (laughs) and clue number eight he he fed five thousand with two loaves and five fish there's only one way to do this make gumbo i've seen brothers who started with less feed more than five thousand all right <laughs> hey welcome to the black Contest podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday morning uh afternoon ready to do some podcasts and find us on itunes stitcher podomatic spotify everywhere you hear podcasts we're there just look us up put in the black guy who tips in the search engine leave us five star reviews we love to read those on itunes and stitcher it's really our fave so we had a great show yesterday with all the numerous five-star reviews we got to read and we hope to have another one this upcoming saturday the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is i'd rather we got casinos from larry wilmore uh it's a chapter about jesus being black and he goes on like this is about 20 yeah 19 points in here uh so <laughs> that but it's just it was just you know lighthearted funniness though um but i do love the the kind the way he broke down the joke from jesus being like we all know hair of wool skin you know we all know that but to say but to be able to say like that doesn't necessarily make somebody black just makes them brown 
and yeah you know you brown you black does right like, ain't, ain't no separation white folks created that rule right he's like here's some things that make people colloquially black you know some of them are you know stereotypes and stuff but i mean i feel like we trafficking that on this show with jokes too um so yeah it has more like he didn't have a job he drank out of a chalice <laughs> uh, he was a carpenter he may have been involved with a white girl you know that kind of stuff <laughs> uh <laughs> he didn't get a fair trial nah, he was a full-time carpenter so i i could i can understand that he didn't get a fair trial now nah, he did not get a fair trial Mm-mm. Mm-mm. well yeah they well see the carpenter thing is interesting he said we know he might have been a carpenter but we don't know that he had a job working as a carpenter he, he, he a carpenter is a thing you know how to do necessarily it doesn't mean you're doing it he he was one of those people where they paid him underneath the table i didn't say that he just said he didn't have a full-time job there's no evidence that he ever had a job we he, we he never seen nothing he built he ain't want taxes taken out what was the what was the houses he built what was the you what know the couches you i mean after he died you don't think that would have been a flex like oh this career was built by jesus nobody nobody know him he probably ain't do no work i'm just saying um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway i just love that he passage. was sandals all year round he did what sandals all year round that's correct um <laughs> anyway butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right um we're back it's time to get into the world and all the news has been going on i know some of y'all want to hear the things we have to say and then we'll say them and then you won't want to hear the things we have to say anymore because you don't agree with them and then some of you'll be like amen thank you it's about time somebody said that uh so let's get into uh into the shits as we like to call it um we could start off first with um i guess we can start off first with coronavirus news uh let me pull out a coronavirus song how about coronavirus covid19 by mr dow 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 okay stay away from the beach do not go to work stay at least six feet This is fun. 
on david bowie to come in um i'll say this it stuck to the um it stuck to the to the point mm-hmm. uh it is educational yes it's almost like a psa a 1980s psa <laughs> it can use several more bpms in my in my <laughs> opinion but uh i will accept this as an acceptable coronavirus bop okay? come on let's stay on topic yeah and this goes on like this for another two and a half two minutes or so i can't imagine what else there is to say i i keep waiting for the beat to drop right we need to quarantine yeah this is a minority report bop okay it's just a voice from the future time to save your life um you watching a movie and this is the shit you constantly hear in the background we need to keep things clean um yeah it's the music from blade runner (laughs) all right let's see we got all kinds of news with coronavirus let's see if we can get to it um new research suggests covid19 can spread via aerosol transmission and might affect tall people more um so this is kind of different news because i know people were debating at the beginning that it's it's something that spreads through droplets but now they're going and it may even spread um not just through droplets but in the air and if you're tall there's a bigger chance that you will catch it if you're over six feet tall in the same environment um if people aren't wearing masks and if people aren't social distancing and you're in an enclosed space all those things affected of course but with all that you know being equal people that are taller have a higher risk of catching it they have more than double the chance of having COVID-19 medical diagnosis or testing positive. Uh, the, the researcher said this suggests that aerosol transmission is very likely as if COVID-19 transmissions were solely due to droplets, droplets, which are bigger than aerosols and are thought to travel relatively short distances and drop quickly through the, from the air. Taller individuals would not be at higher risk. In contrast, aerosols can accumulate in poorly ventilated spaces and are carried by air currents so yep be careful out there mask up social distance no information has really changed from that okay okay so they're just going by they're saying scientifically we thought it could travel a short space but apparently it can float in air but i always thought well the shit is in the air so it could go everywhere well what it was it was droplets and uh, droplets are different sizes we're always constantly spewing them out whether we're talking even when we're just breathing of course there are some activities you do that put out more droplets than others such as running mm-hmm. exercising th- you know singing and so um you know the droplet theory has been a big part of everything and, and, and by the way this i don't think this research is peer-reviewed just yet because they wanted to put it out fast so that people would have access to it right. so we don't know this for sure but there's just people leaning towards you know um you know that that this this information needs to be put out there that aerosol transmission is possible um so people can be aware and alert right um you know because also this means uh in in a like say a uh a bus or something 
it might not just be that you know uh oh i got on there nobody was on there nobody had a uh like i got when i got on the bus everyone had on the mask it's like this may be a thing where well if other people were on there before without a mask it's still in the air you can catch it yeah because you know buses go throughout the day and everybody get on it might not have a mask so they were saying like hey if somebody got on here when before we thought after a certain period of time it wouldn't do anything but now we realize that it lingers longer that's mm-hmm. basically what they're saying yes okay uh customers who refuse mask uh assault trader joe's workers send one to the hospital yeah just you know these stories are just becoming very common mm-hmm. the people that don't wear a mask are a fucking menace and i mean i look at them the way i look at a snake like i'm they're, gonna do my best to not approach them nope keep my distance because illogical. some of these motherfuckers seem like they are looking for some shit mm-hmm. to start you know um and the last thing i want is to be in an altercation with some maskless wearing motherfucker that's the entire opposite of the purpose of wanting them to wear a mask um uh we already talked about herman kane dying um obviously stupid uh i'm just mad the rest of the coons aren't out there with no mask in public like diamond and silk you don't live your raps okay Mm-mm. go ahead and be real with it you know y'all getting delivery groceries wearing masks staying at home and shit you know it COVID 19 outbreak linked to pacific beach gym that was cited for defying a health order mm, you don't say the government said close the gym they said fuck you we're not closing the gym uh, freedom of speech okay this is uh, america not uh n- nazis or not germany or whatever and um you know they, they live free or die i guess they was like we gonna get it i feel bad for gym rats because it's one of those things where they not gonna be able to go to gym for a very very long time like mm-hmm. i don't know if it's something but you're just gonna say fuck it let me just start my own my my own home gym and a lot of people have because right now if you're buying like shit for like a personal gym all that shit all the kettlebells sold out all the weights sold out all the floor mats sold out all the bench presses are sold out everybody like you know what i canceled my membership let me get a peloton or, or whatever it is uh them things where you buy the bike and the membership come with it a lot of people are starting to do that because they're like this gym shit ain't worth it yeah we're not and the thing is this isn't one of those things where they don't want you to work out it's just literally not safe right they don't have a way to you to make this happen for you right and, and everything you're doing basically checks off everything that coronavirus is going to spread you're in tight quarters you're close to each other you're breathing hard heavy breathing you're you're sweating like it's a lot of shit happening in the gym yeah i couldn't get these articles to play i tried refreshing all that shit it's just i don't know something wrong with their site but um yeah the, it's just interesting that people don't give a fuck at least three people affiliated with gym, the gym in pacific beach have tested positive for the novel coronavirus a san diego county person confirmed they were operating in violation of the county's public health order last week yeah. the count the county would not confirm exactly how many people connected to the gym have tested positive but confirmed that a community outbreak occurs when three or more people from different households are linked to the same setting or location test positive for covid19 yeah I, I don't even know what you do with people like this like a fine should they go to jail like this is you literally risk the public health because you could you couldn't be bothered to you know to follow the rules yeah because that's the thing if you open it they'll come they had to shut down a place 
here in charlotte that refused to go by the rules uh i think it was like a one of them places where they do alcohol but they also do like bowling and like a bunch of other shit all combined in one so technically they're not well a lot of those places aren't considered restaurants Mm -hmm. even though they may serve food if they serve food it's you know it's like bar food and uh they had to close down because they weren't on the list of places to open he was like i'm losing money open up anyway and of course people called was like no you cannot be open and they were mad that they had to shut down when you shouldn't have been open up in the first place but what's so fucked up is that if our government actually did what they were supposed to these people wouldn't feel forced to open up what i find interesting is that you know these people's arguments are always the economy yes the economy the economy the economy what's worse for the economy than an outbreak at your gym what's worse for the economy than people that work for you being sick what's worse than the economy than your employees i mean your customers being sick what's worse for the economy than people suing you because you know when people go into medical debt over this if they do if they miss work they're gonna come looking for the money from you and you're gonna be like i was doing the service opening the gym for you they're gonna be like i don't give a fuck i want some money now just it just it makes no sense in the long run Mm -mm. and as a business to protect yourself look like just common courtesy to protect yourself from the lawsuits you know and this is another reason why you know on the law you have to watch the laws that they're passing because they're trying to pass laws right now to say that if if your job forced you to go back to work you can't sue them like they're trying their best to make that like a law across the country so that companies can just open up and if you don't go you basically um can't file for unemployment none of that because they were like well you had opportunity to work people like well i don't want to fucking die the same people that stripped the effectiveness of your health care right 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 at least one attendee infectious with covid19 at northern minnesota rodeo thousands possibly exposed and yeah if you see the picture of the rodeo they were not socially distancing yep they were just uh hanging out like it's like it was a normal rodeo you don't see a lot of masks um any of that shit they're just hanging out like it's nothing yeah and 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 it's it's somebody who tries my best to be educated and stay on top of this i was talking to your mama today and it's one of the things where a lot of this shit makes me feel like i am the crazy one because you're looking around like why is everybody else acting like it's not a fucking pandemic out here like people act like this shit won't get you people act like people ain't going to the hospital they act like people ain't dying all because they are like gun fucking hold to get back to normal but the normalcy that we have no longer exists at this period of time not that we won't ever get there but the normalcy that you're striving for does not exist you have to adapt and to change and it's very frustrating because the excuses that they give i'm like bitch don't you know everybody feels this way i want to see my family too i want to see my friends too i want to see my loved ones too i want to but i'm not that self-centered that i go fuck everybody else because i want to do what i want to do and then fuck it if my family gets sick fine if my friends get sick fine you know the same me mom that you're trying to protect if you go over there and give her the coronavirus you know the wrong time to be like my bad is my fault is when she got it and died yep according to the news release a representative from the attorney general's office and the minnesota department of health spoke with the owner of north star ranch a few days prior to the rodeo to confirm the company had implemented and would follow safety precautions during the annual rodeo during the phone call the owner of the ranch reportedly got agitated and hung up the phone 
because he knew what nobody gonna follow those rules they they called him to say we need you to implement the rules he hung up on them they're trying to keep you they're saying you can have your event but you need to follow some safety protocols for your event he hung up on them got mad the attorney general's office says following the phone call the owner of the ranch posted to the rodeo's facebook page the north star stampede will take place with no spectators if people would like to come and protest against this ridiculous government overreach feel free to do so i will not stand in the way of the people's quote-unquote right to assemble the and that's why people came out the following weekend attendees were allowed to sit in the bleachers to watch the rodeo competitions and the rodeo accepted donations and sold programs once so it accepted you can say they're not open once it accepted people inside the rodeo accepted donations so programs to attendees listen to rodeos events stopping the spread of COVID 19 is everyone's responsibility ellison said in the statement this is the first enforcement against ellison i mean action ellison has brought against the entertainment venue uh over the COVID 19 restrictions yeah this is this is insane the office is seeking penalties up to twenty five thousand dollars per violation restitution disgorgement and or and or damages to the state as well as the attorney general office cost and fees and other equitable relief and you know and this is not to get off topic you know what a lot of a lot of the shit they're doing honestly is a slap in the face to unions because that was the purpose of unions so that you could as an employee fight against this shit and be like hey dog this is an unsafe you know working environment and you as a boss you can't just do really nearly at my risk because you know you're risking the employees safety everybody's safety really but i'm just talking about specifically the employees this is a slap in the face to the people to the reason why we have a, have a five-day work week and 40 hours a week and shit like that and they're not working us to death they're trying their best to to chop these laws down to where they'll have it where uh you can work people literally to death like you used to back in the day you don't have to pay people time and have like that's literally what they're trying to get to they're trying to get to where it's so fucked up that people will just be willing to do whatever it takes and just wouldn't take any job to work this is what a lot of employers want at least at least this is what they're demonstrating that i don't care about my employees I actually don't care about my customers all i care about is making a profit yeah you're right if there was i mean the uh, industries that have unions seem to be better at fighting this but even some of the ones that have unions look at them the schools teachers unions aren't standing up enough to what's happening you know what i mean like schools there's places where school they're just like we gonna do school you know what i mean like even even like the places where unions seem to have like uh hollywood and you know some of these places seem to have more <clears throat> organized fights against it but yeah a lot of these employees union or not they just fuck man and the people don't care at the top no no and they don't and also to piggyback on that the a lot of the lower states and some of the federal governments they have done things to strip union uh, unions of its power too so that has a lot to do with it they'll make it where uh if you if i'm somebody on union and i pay dues i reap the benefits if you don't pay dues you shouldn't reap the benefits but now they was like you can reap the benefits of of these things even though you don't pay the dues so a lot of people are like why am i paying the dues if i'm still reaping the benefit of the high pay and all that type of shit and and it, and, it, and it causes conflict because the thing is the reason why the job can't just randomly fire you is because of the union. The reason why you make the pay you make, have the insurance that you have, is because of the union. But somewhere along the line, uh, people are so fooled uh, about unions that they think unions are fucking useless until you need them. Yeah, well, depends on which union. 
correct those people love the police union um anyway new evidence suggests young children spread COVID 19 more efficiently than adults two new studies through uh from different parts of the world uh have arrived at the same conclusion that young children not only transmit sars cov2 efficiently but they may be major drivers of the pandemic as well the first which was published in jama yesterday reports finding that findings from a pediatric hospital in chicago illinois the second uh illinois the second a preprint manuscript awaiting peer review was conducted in mountainous province providence i mean province in the mountain the mountainous province of trento italy mm. the chicago study examines the concentration of sars cov2 in the nasopharynx or the upper region of the throat that connects to the nasal passages of children and adults according to the results children five and younger who develop mild to moderate COVID-19 symptoms have 10 to 100 times as much SARS-CoV-2 in the nasopharynx as older children and adults. Whenever these children cough, sneeze, or shout, they expel virus-laden droplets uh, from the nasopharynx into the air. If they have as much as 100, 100 times the amount of the virus in their throat and nasal patches as adults, it only makes sense they will spread the virus more efficiently. Yeah, and the thing is, all jokes aside i've never had kids but anybody with kids will tell you that until your kids get to a certain age everybody getting sick yeah children touch stuff they lick stuff they put shit in their mouth they eat dirt this is this is what the fuck kids do kids wouldn't kids spread a common cold just naturally anyway a lot of parents they come in i caught something from my, my child i can't stop from my child you know until they get to a certain age they're able to fight the shit off and this is just with the normal you know just a normal common cold so i could see this in a lot of the shit people saying well kids don't spread it we didn't fucking have schools that's my point we didn't have schools so kids weren't in school to see if they could spread it to each other so for the fact that you said the statement is not a true statement because it's based off of the fact that kids were not in school well it also says they also think kids won't get as sick or sick at all but it doesn't matter if you're uh if you're a kid more than likely you're in a household with some adults right and so <laughs> you can't you know while going to kids will probably be okay well the people who take care of them might not the study also shows children from the ages of 5 to 17 also with mild to moderate covid 19 symptoms had the same amount of virus in the nasopharynx as adults above a 18 or above so those are about the same and it's also one of those things where you know with everybody or not everybody but with the dumbasses pushing the economy 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 all this bullshit what do you do when this could be devastating to a lot of children? What are you going to do with children who lose their caretakers to this, lose their mom and their dad and these people that, that were their providers to this disease because you were just determined that they had to go back to work? A Georgia high school football player loses both his parents to COVID-19 complications days apart. 17-year-old Georgia high school football player is mourning the loss of his parents due to COVID-19 complications just days apart. Justin Hunter, a rising senior at Johns Creek High School and a linebacker on the school's football team, tested positive for coronavirus two weeks ago. Although Hunter was asymptomatic, his parents, Eugene and Angie, developed alarming symptoms. They became very sick and they had the clear symptoms Hunter shared with WSB-TV. Their temperature skyrocketed. They had headaches, te- horrible cough. They felt very lazy. 
justin stated that the family began quarantining separately but things began turning for the worse eugene and angie hunter called an ambulance and later died at the same hospital eugene hunter 59 died july 26 and angie hunter 57 died july 30th the point being people want schools to open up people want sports back people don't that oh the kids will get coronavirus but they'll be okay the kids have to come home to parents the kids have people who love them that care for them and they can this literally can kill those people even if nothing happens to the kids keep in mind there's already a baseball player who had to sit out for the season because he got coronavirus and he's having heart issues and now it's not advised that he plays sports so this is not a 100 percent foolproof thing and this isn't the normal flu risk and stuff like that this is killing people it just seems very very stupid to uh to just keep going about about this like shit is normal right and you have a a a a system that doesn't take care of children anyway now you know depending on the situation people may or may not family members may or may not take these children in and what happens if you have a situation where they can't afford to take the children in and so now you're going to put these children into a system that's already underfunded and doesn't take care of children and things like that and and like it's it i could just see this going tremendously terrible and impacting children for decades to come like this COVID 19 is going to uh rack uh, a lot of children for a very very long time i don't think people realize like most uh me as an adult i'm having a hard time dealing with this so imagine children having a hard time dealing with death for the first time a lot of them you know loved ones and things like that are looking at their loved ones get sick and never recovering and never being the same this has to do, to do damage with them it's go, to them it's going to be interesting to see whenever they do a study in another 10 to 15 years about COVID 19 and how it impacted a whole generation and what happened to that generation yeah so you know that's the thing you hear these sports programs saying we, we got to have football we got to have baseball we got to have college sports those kids live with people you can't go around banging into other people that and knowing that this disease is out there and that it is spreading in these type of uh situations very quickly you can't just ignore this shit and then just think there's no collateral damage and no amount of money is worth you don't get your parents back Mm-mm. you know so it's just, it's just very callous and i'm sure there's a lot of parents listening to this right now who are scared because hey my kid is a kid kids are not known for great decision making Mm -mm. your kid you know i saw something where some kids went to school and they showed filmed them getting off the bus for the news the first five kids who got off the bus weren't wearing their mask right right you know this is this is a very serious thing and i don't know that kids can be trusted to just be at school all day and 100 percent social distance and make great decisions because it really doesn't take much to fuck up for a couple minutes bring this home to your parents and now they got this shit yeah as an adult i was paranoid that's why i didn't go outside for three weeks i was like well i'm gonna fuck up so fuck it yeah i just don't know how kids are gonna um deal with with that guilt and stuff that comes from that and and the fact that our society is basically deeming nobody responsible for this Mm-mm. uh in georgia even though we talked it feels like deja vu i swear we talked about this last month as well but there's been another one after attending a summer camp in north georgia nearly 300 campers and staff members tested positive for the coronavirus a whole separate ass another camp yeah the centers for disease control in atlanta well, reported summer camp mm-hmm. go ahead 
uh the campers were not required to wear a mask and many activities like singing and cheering were common which left children vulnerable to the spread of the virus after testing 344 attendees the attendees of ymca camp high harbor at lake burton in clayton georgia the cdc found a 76 percent tested positive for coronavirus and of those 51 percent were between the ages of 6 and 10 a total of 597 georgia residents attended the camp with the median camper age being 12 years old and the median age of staff members and trainees being 17 so you're probably going to talk about a lot of asymptomatic children Mm -hmm. going right back because summer camp goes over then you go home and now what are you going to do your kid gets coronavirus what do you do you got it yes you do because mostly you're not going to take a 10 year old and say you can't come home You, you know this you're going to get it now like this and you know this shit is insane i can't believe people are still doing this right and then people look at parents crazy that are privileged because it's a privilege to be able to work from home and be able to keep your child from home you know a lot of parents particularly here at cms even before because at cms they were going to do like two weeks like an abc mm-hmm. but then they turned around and they voted they was like nah we we're, we're just going to do um uh everybody at home and you know a lot of parents were highly upset about that but it's for the safety of the children they're understaffed (laughs) they don't have enough people for everything if everything was running right so you know you're asking them to step these things up and they don't have it and this is just cms i'm pretty sure most school systems are short-staffed and they're not talking about it. it wouldn't surprise me if some teachers you know i don't know the percentage just quit they was like i am not going back to goddamn school no how many teachers just quit because they was like i don't want the coronavirus i don't want kids. if we can't do it online i'm not going back how many teachers are even in a financial position to quit they don't get paid enough as is right it's, i doubt, doubt that's going to be a lot of people it's going to be a handful that might have the privilege and the luxury to do it but yeah. most kid, most of teachers will do whatever it takes to get that check because you can't afford to live without that check um the camp posted on this website that due to concerns about the spread of COVID 19 we have made the careful decision to close ymca camp high harbor for summer 2020 if your child was registered for camp you should have received an email notification if you have questions please contact our team here's the thing um i try my best when we read this shit to not get too upset because uh you know i don't want to spend this whole segment ranting every show but shit like that pisses me off Mm -hmm. because you had the information to know that before you had camp yeah you shouldn't open you then held camp and said don't worry about not wearing masks we're gonna sing we're gonna do things as if nothing is is wrong we're not changing a fucking thing i guarantee you the stuff they were telling it there was this is the precaution i'm gonna take i guarantee you it was all wiping down shit yes oh we mopped the floor we changed we cleaned the bathroom every hour that's not how it's spreading it's not just people touching their faces you know and it's unconscionable that people that have the lives of children in their hands don't know better or knew better and said fuck it we need camp money so yeah i i I cannot wait for the lawsuits to start i hope everybody loses all the money yeah it's coming it is the lawsuits are coming out left and right like because if you open it they're gonna come and it don't matter how stupid you think they is they gonna be like i got it from here bitch pay me yeah and then we won't find out the fallout from this 
until um honestly two or three weeks from when the kids get back in at home Mm -hmm. that's when we'll find out how sick did they make their parents how sick did the kids get how sick did they make their communities how you know that's when we'll find out how sick did those parents make people when they went to work you know because the kind of parents that did this more than likely are not to the letter practicing social distancing and stuff themselves Mm -hmm. and a lot of this falls at the governor's lap because he won't shut shit down because he did his job the fucking summer camp would have never opened up in the first place uh delta flight was forced to uh, turn around after two passengers refused to wear a mask i mean i hate for the people on there but good fuck them if you board the plane and you insist on not wearing your mask we will insist that you don't fly delta in the future said the ceo right here's my thing i thought you couldn't even get in the airport without a mask but then somebody said the government's been fighting back on that so my question is did they wear a mask all the way till they got on the plane and then took it off and was like fuck y'all some people like once they got in the air i'm not wearing my mask or or like what the fuck happened that allowed this to happen and they basically had to turn the whole fucking flight plane around mm-hmm. i could see i could see people doing that following the rules till you get on the plane yeah and and they like no you actually still need to wear your mask i think delta is like one of the few people that are like if i'm not mistaken delta is one of the people that are like hey you can't even get on the plane like they had they they said they banned people were like oh you know what to make you wear your mask you won't be taking this flight and all of that you are banned from our airline because we actually are we actually care and we don't want you on here fucking spreading this goddamn disease your feelings don't matter you cannot board a delta plane unless you have a mask on bastion bastion told t- today on july 22nd if you board the plane you insist on not wearing your mask we will assist you don't fly the delta in the future um yeah they have banned more than 100 people from flying because they're refusal to wear masks why are you booking the flight to to what not wear the mask <laughs> oh oh my god and that's even what the thing is i you we can't even be sure that wearing a fucking mask on a plane is 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 necessarily that safe mm-hmm. it's gonna take a while before we have that data to know like well you can wear a mask if a motherfucker's sick on that plane you got it too or you know there's a 50 50 chance like it's gonna take a while before we even know that san francisco's building a temporary hospital to free up beds for covid19 patients mm-hmm. a hoax they call it Mm-hmm. A lot of these stadiums and shit like that getting ready to turn into hospitals because you're gonna have so many people in hospitals and we're like we don't we 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 don't um, have enough space. San Francisco's health director isn't sugarcoating things. On Thursday, he said we are in a major surge of coronavirus cases, which is why the city is opening a new facility in on Gorgas Avenue in the Presidio to be retro to be proactive rather than reactive yep people think this shit is a hoax but i don't think cities build hospitals uh for hoaxes come on they got other things to do yeah um a school reopens and uh the coronavirus the first day somebody with coronavirus a kid had attended school the first day of classes yeah because they're not gonna test these kids on their way to school just hours into the first day of classes on thursday a call from the county health department notified greenfield central junior high school in indiana that a student who walked the halls and sat in various classrooms had tested positive for coronavirus administrators began an emergency protocol isolating the student ordering everyone who had come into close contact with the person including other students to quarantine for 14 days yeah, we gotta get school back to normal yeah 
and just bring the kids need to socialize the kids are school is not normal it's not going to be normal nope so this whole thing of the kid got to get out of out of the house because we need to get some form of normalcy it's impossible correct it's not gonna happen and this actually might be more traumatizing than them actually just being at home yeah a uh, couple hours in the school first day hey you 17 kids uh you cannot come back to school for 14 days so guess what the parents gonna be back at square one your right. child at home right so yep um yeah well let's, let's let's move into some other things i think that's about oh wait here's one more this is uh just i feel like there's one of these uh stories every day um but um there was an altercation over coronavirus uh some people weren't wearing their mask and uh things got got violent because of this um a couple of south beach town decided it was a good idea to trade in the chill vibe for some hot coffee that the woman ended up hurling in a man's face as all and all hell broke loose so phone all the time though right i'm in the middle of talking to her about something personal regarding oh hi bye (laughs) no we don't how do i eat a burrito with my mask on (laughs) so you're supposed to wear a mask at restaurants in this area that's been mandated right it looks like the people that are filming this are the people that aren't wearing masks because right. like i said i think these people are some of these people are leaving the house wanting confrontations yes now in this case they were sitting outside eating two men not wearing masks uh talking or whatever um and this woman and her boyfriend walked by and basically said y'all need to wear some masks and they were already filming because i think they were almost anticipating this like yeah we want this altercation i wasn't talking to you guys though that's what i was laughing about i was talking to him because he just had he just had a confrontation with our buddy kevin that serves the drinks at pete we're we're locals here but we just we're on the other side we're on the other side of the fence we don't believe in this stuff no that's cool but you you shouldn't go around talking they don't believe in wearing masks so. Yeah, Zing calling you. Well, I know, but I just keep that all to yourself, you know. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, because I just don't think it's like. I hear you. It's okay. It's all right. I'm a business owner here for 30 years. I got you, it. Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> I'm on Sepulveda. I'm, we're only we only referral, but we my, the business is Orbit, and we work uh, we work for companies and government. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll, it's okay. We don't work for residents in the environment. By the way, this is a lot of, uh, this is a big argument between whites. Like, the tone seems kind of jovial. Like, <laughs> it's okay, but he's really being a dick and being really dismissive to them. Like, I own a business. I live in the community. I, I know, I know what they're saying. I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. So suck my dick. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Wear a mask. It's mandatory. The government, whatever. You're, you're not the government. You're not going to do shit. Like, that's really what he's doing. He's being smug. It's all right. What are you looking at me for? I didn't say shit to you. Get the fuck out <laughs> oh, of no, the don't, face. don't get hit. Oh, gee. Hey, 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 Matt. Some... Oh, shit that was dumb hey so she threw hot coffee on one of the guys after he raised his voice and then the guy got up and beat up her boyfriend uh which is interesting because um yeah if you knew better than hit that woman <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's funny a white woman threw her hot coffee on this nigga and he goes and beats up her boyfriend yeah because he hey, feel like he guys, stop. Had her under control 
You know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey. Fuck off me. Hey, stop. They're off me. Get your girl off me. Get off me. Oh, she hit him. Damn, now his shirt does. You shouldn't have thrown the drink in his face. I I now he got one titty hanging out. His shirt's fucked up. Oh, because he didn't want to wear a mask. You do know. should not have thrown the drink. That was stupid. Now, I will say this. If you're worried about people spreading coronavirus for not wearing a mask, I don't understand why you're stopping on the street questioning motherfuckers and then throwing drinks on them mm-hmm. because you know it's gonna lead to a fight and then y'all not gonna social distance during the fight Mm-mm. you shouldn't do that with somebody hey, that likes COVID now. you better go to the doctor you shouldn't have thrown the drink in his face yeah, that was pretty I, stupid i don't I know where you got off on doing that i hope that someone saw that yeah, and yeah. i would do it 10 times over motherfucker go ahead. <laughs> she wants to smoke god damn she going full karen I get to go over and laugh about it. Cool. I get to go home and cry. I'm sure you get no uh, fucking pussy in your whole life. Oh, uh, you're real bitch. angry. Wow. What? Yeah. You're real angry. You look angry. Look at the I'm smiling. You, 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 what you needed to do, you needed to learn to walk away. What are you going to do? Exactly. Tell the cops you threw coffee at me? Hello, everyone. I've just been assaulted on Manhattan Beach. Oh, so he, the, the boyfriend is calling the cops. He figured he got the time. Man, I, where do people find the time? honestly i don't have the time like honestly if, you, if i see a motherfucker without a mask i'm just avoiding them and walking on about my business you're not white either i guess so they just got the time to be like well we didn't have anything better to do yeah we, let's call the know, police get them involved yeah. like when the police see this it's not so open and shut i mean this nigga your girl did commit assault you can't throw hot coffee on people hmm. you know and then him beating your ass is you know like i or fighting you or what i wow white people really have the time it's yeah every day in trump's america niggas got shit to do and we know if we approach any white people it's not going to end that way it's going to be uh our fault no matter what happens so we like fuck it like like literally that's why black people don't interact they're like oh this white person crazy and the reason about our business the reason i wouldn't call the cops is because even with you hitting me like this isn't um your parents coming into the room right mm-hmm. this is the cops so you're gonna be like hey he assaulted me for no reason and he's gonna say she assaulted me for no reason now your girlfriend going to jail and he going to jail all all because you called the cops i, I was just went home i don't know like she gonna she gotta get charged like the dude gonna be like well i guess you got me dead to rights don't don't charge her for throwing hot coffee on me everybody gotta go to jail now mm-hmm. ridiculous anyway this is this is the other part of this that's crazy i don't think people should be fucking going up to these people that don't wear masks and mm-hmm. trying to start some shit nope i really don't i think some there's a but that's the thing there's there's some anger in the people that don't wear a mask obviously walking out the house hoping for confrontation <laughs> right that's what but there's for. also people who are wearing masks who equally want confrontation and that though when those two things collide this is the end result yeah it's gonna get worse the longer we have an administration and people that you know have this uh belief system that somehow wearing a mask is hampering their freedom this is what we're gonna keep running into um all right and it's also one of those things where they don't care about dying because now he's like you might have coronavirus now who don't care about dying the the dudes because he say if i got it bitch you got it now you was all in my face a few seconds ago when we was over here tussling 
you me you and your boyfriend because we're not social distancing anymore you've been better off just continuing to walk away right yeah they like you can't stop somebody that don't care about themselves correct but they the other part of this is another one that i just don't feel why you would confront them they're outside they're but they're to themselves that just let just walk the fuck by this is not even like you know there's a situation where uh i didn't i don't think i saved the article but like a woman with a cane was like at the change machine like cashing in her coins and someone came next to her and and they didn't have on a mask and she asked the woman could she put her mask on and the woman basically uh oh and then and then she pointed her cane at the woman was like you should put on a mask you know it's dangerous and the woman i think has like diabetes or she just had a lung transplant or something like some type of pre-existing condition to why she wouldn't want to be next to someone not wearing a mask they're inside i totally understand that but once she pointed her cane at the person the person like slammed on the ground and broke her leg and ran off like that shit is is serious you know like you almost have to just treat them like fucking animals yeah you know you have to treat them like an unleashed dog and also i think that in whiteness white people feel like they have the right to tell other people what to do like 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 they have other i tell everybody else what to do yeah you're white but i still have i i have the authority to tell you what to do and i think this is where a lot of that come from you know the people that wear the mask and the people that don't they feel like if i gotta wear a mask you do too and i as a white person have the right to tell you what to do and you're not black and brown so you know we're actually the same so the confrontation is gonna be a little different than if i approach somebody black and brown because white people walk around like no one can tell me what to do right that's why they harass and bother black people that's mind their own fucking business because in their mind they have the right to tell you what to do at all times insane and we the ones that get labeled as not having uh not having manners and shit stars angelica ross and india moore speak out after emmy snub black trans actresses um 
yeah so the list of emmy nominees came out they got announced a lot of people were happy about the diversity and the inclusion a lot of black people were getting uh getting you know recognized our our Issa ray from insecure um uh the a black lady sketch show got nominated uh so like it was just like super dope like watching people fake pretend that they was happy for them people that they shitted on all last year anyway anyway let's not be petty this is a time of celebration but with pose uh the you know there's so many uh trans actresses on the show and actors on the show and yet um for like since the show's been out i think it's two seasons now um the only person that's ever been nominated for anything is uh billy porter who is an amazing actor but you know this is kind of what happens it's jeffrey tambor is on a show uh uh transparent and then ends up uh being the only person to ever get nominated even with trans actors and actresses and uh whatnot coming on the show like mm-hmm. the, the it's like hollywood still goes and eh, this is the person um india moore tweeted some something about trans people not being honored on the show about trans people who created a culture to honor ourselves because the world doesn't um uh she can let's see but yeah she also continued um uh let's call it cognitive dissonance but also look at the weak ass promotion most of us have never been on any talk shows except mj here and there moore said in another uh tweet in response to a fan who claimed the emmys only votes for names they know ross who plays candy ferocity on the show uh also shared her disappointment with the academy i want you to know from the jump that these tears are not about an award or a nomination ultimately i need y'all to understand i'm so tired those of you who know me know i'm not just working on screen or behind screen but i'm working around the clock to get our society to value trans lives and black trans lives um aside from being actresses moore and ross are heavily committed to social change moore was named one of time magazine's most influential people in 2019 and has garnered a large following for her modeling acting directing and social activism yeah that's why it's weird that someone would say well they only talk about names they know like well that's the thing these are names that they know <laughs> like, like uh I, I like and also what's the 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 chicken or egg shit that's fucked up is part of the reason you get to know names is from these nominations and awards so you really you know you really fucking me up with the oh man we only vote for the people we know well how do you get to know them well we nominate them in the awards and they come there sometimes they win sometimes they don't but that's how people get to know them in the business yes that's why i want to be nominated ah oh, we only nominate people we know like it's like how the how does anyone make it um now i will say this i i love pose but during the um i don't watch all the emmy shows i don't really watch any of the white award shows um and i don't watch all the shows that are nominated so i can't even really speak to snub or not snub because this happens so often this is like the nba all-star game every year they're like dang dame lillard got snubbed or whatever and you're like he got snubbed it's like yeah he should be on that all-star roster you're like okay so who over who well i mean not steph curry not james harden not russell westbrook not and then by the time you get to the end you're like 
then he didn't really get snubbed if there were four people better than him now this isn't like sports we don't have any fucking uh measurement for whether someone is a good actor or actress or not um so it's very subjective even even ratings can't guarantee someone being considered good or bad at their job you know um and we i've seen what people say about the some of the people that got nominated even though they got nominated i remember people talking shit about them all last year Mm -hmm. people have running memes about carrie washington and her acting on little fires everywhere and then it gets nominated and they go black girl magic people said the same thing about black lady sketch show question those women's blackness said they yes, weren't black they enough did. i remember that yeah and i've also watched the community that live tweets post turn on the show before shit on the acting on the show and all this stuff and then today is why why aren't they nominated so it's just hard for me to keep track of all these fucking agendas and who's being honest and who's not right you know like i said i didn't watch all them shows so i can't tell you if the woman from marvelous miss mazel doesn't deserve it over india right. more or not but it just feels like a slap in the face when the nominations that do come out of there are not for the people that the show is kind of centered around you know um so yeah and i understand why you would be hurting and and upset man like how many times is the crossover not gonna cross over to us you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like if you, y'all ever watch five harpies like crossover don't never cross over to us it's uh nothing but a double cross um let's see what else happened um um cop busted for texting his daughter from his work phone that he would like to kill gay couple do the cops not know i mean you on the cop phone right you yeah you you on the telephone number that that the it can access at any time mm-hmm. that one Mm-hmm. The, the 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 phone that's like uh 704 at cops at charlotte McAbird police department yeah does, does nobody know how the phones work for the police how the emails work i guess not for the government we always get to see this shit because it's public records yeah he's a message from 2013 uh and i guess they came back up because he was he's running in uh he's running in the august republican primary for sheriff and so uh the text messages sent on his county owned work phone when he worked at the sheriff's office um i have surfaced now he was talking to his daughter kimberly um so you know 53 percent kimberly i assume she said where the heck are you uh homoland because he sent her a picture of a woman whose dress was held together by a safety pin making fun of her of the woman and his daughter asked was he in homoland which i don't even understand why with that, with that yeah why why did that work homosexual land and then her dad took a picture of a gay couple and said these guys are holding hands where's my freaking gun yes the police protect and serve that's who you're gonna call if a hate crime happens to this couple they're gonna call the police and who's gonna show up mister i want to get my gun because i saw two guys holding hands hilarious stuff here just top notch the they kiss and stuff Ooh, said kimberly bang bang said the cop what's worse the people the people are are the food um and i guess that's basically the end um but yeah the text messages were obtained by a local activist 
uh bob reed and posted on his website the truth about the website posted text messages and emails about several other issues involving king including the lawsuit and allegations against him as well as his browser search history which suggests he spent a lot of time looking for stormy daniels porn in april 2018 on a work computer want to jack off to what his president jacks off to i guess it's like i love to stick my mushroom shaped penis inside that um yeah he is he's when he had to resign from sheriff's office in 2019 when he faced multiple accusations of impropriety and at oh okay i'm sorry he was asked to resign he filed a wrongful termination lawsuit when he lost his job and now he's running for the job i guess <sighs> so yeah his whole family ain't shit he sent these messages to his wife and his daughter um and i you know, like once again all them bigotries are connected so i feel like if uh this motherfucker is black right if he homophobic everything all the other isms he fuck with them too and that's supposed to be a police officer and he wants to be the sheriff he wants people to elect him to be the sheriff of that area are there no gay people that live there are there no women who live there are there no black people who live there are there no uh hispanic people that live there Mm mm-mm mayor offers to find local gay hater a realtor if they'll just move out of town jessica hanks won a local contest in wataskiwin canada for uh decorating her yard but a pride flag in her uh canada day display spurred someone to send her anonymous letters castigating her for supporting the sick portion of society after she posted about the letter on social media the town's reaction blew her away not only did neighbors and strangers rally around her the mayor offered to find a realtor for the anonymous homophobe so they could move out of town hanks opened the letter standing beside her teenage daughter who was gay i started crying she said saying the author wasn't writing to congratulate her on her contest win they instead attacked her for including a rainbow flag in her patriotic display you apparently have no pride in being a true canadian if that in that i do believe that was a multicolored flag hanging on your fence indicating the sick port the sick portion of society the letter said junk like the pride followers have no place in society and certainly not in what the ski win um if the person who and so then residents of course responded if the person who wrote this sees this post please know that i was one of the people who proudly helped paint the pride flat uh crosswalks in the main street this year and last year said mayor tyler grandham uh i'm proud of the city i live in and i get to be the mayor for i hope that we continue to build inclusivity in our community if you're unhappy with how things are and need help finding a realtor please let me know i'll be happy to help so that's the canadian way of, of of saying you can get the fuck out of our town mm-hmm. it's very canadian though it's very, very polite polite right it's very like and i'll help you i'll assist you in getting you a realer realtor like it wasn't like you know when that white people just tell us go back to africa they never be like and i'll help book the travel agency no mm-hmm. only in canada mm-hmm. uh grocery store sign about covid mass says lgbtq people spread deadly diseases why put a sign up at all so this is what the sign says um attention customers one please respect people in this store who do not wear face masks it is their choice for their health already on the wrong foot 
i don't want to shop i don't want to stop there shop there right way right away no i'm not going into that store first of all this thing's in all caps in the first for the first uh couple of rules number two please respect people in this store who do wear a face mask it is their choice for their health yeah that's the thing no one's walking up to people wearing masks not not a lot of people walking up to people wearing masks and being like fuck you motherfucker take that mask off so that's not you know that that's not really the problem people wearing masks are being safe and cautious and and thoughtful about everyone around them the, it's not true for that first group yeah this is just two side shit no they don't give a fuck about your health the first group you talked about they don't care right this is a wingers grocery outlet in pennsylvania uh don't be shopping at wingers y'all number three in the last four months out of the population of approximately forty-five thousand people in union county there have been only 95 people tested positive for COVID 19 out of 2769 tests and we were closed down for approximately three months is this really an epidemic for question marks or is it political issue is it a political issue for question marks what happened to common sense for question marks it is high time we treat COVID 19 the same as any other flu question mark i think you meant is it high time anyway okay and my thing you do know that it's not just there it's all across Mm. the country we didn't wear masks for other flu seasons or social distance science and statistics are proving COVID 19 is not not as serious as it originally was yeah these are dumb asses because uh they what got, gave you the first clue karen they got history books oh yeah they got history books of people back in the day wearing masks and shit for face masks when wearing indoors could <laughs> face mask when wearing indoors okay <clears throat> this is underlined by the way could <laughs> could cause high levels of carbon dioxide co2 according to science air things high level science air things science air things science air things what is science air things is that like a department of the government science air things you know Uh, go over there to the science and air thing department is that what the end of nasa stands for national question the science and air things Na- right the we national association of science and air things what is science air things high levels of co2 are directly correlated to low productivity and high sick leave making this a crucial concern when worn inside buildings science air things is that that video of the woman on the black doctor that thinks you can get demon semen all up in you i don't know science air things five people need to socialize with when people need to socialize with when wearing face masks communication is very limited this can and will most likely cause depression and anxiety for lots of people and that in time can cause many other health issues this is the concern trolling that i hate i I don't trust anybody that does this they're like well we gotta have kids come to school because what about the kids getting abused at home and you know da da da. i'm like so your concern is that kids won't be able to report abuse so they need to come to school okay okay um so then all the other kids are gonna get sick and die fuck them like what what like what exactly are we talking about here well what about domestic violence and stuff okay so because domestic violence exists we don't want people to 
have to do social distancing and wear a mask in public and 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 not go to work and not catch it there like what's gonna happen when they get coronavirus and they're getting domestically abused like it's not like one of these things cancels the other out like oh you know what domestic violence was fine it was actually doing really good and then coronavirus happened and you know what now domestic violence is a problem okay we were cool with it before this like it was always gonna be fucked up like that's the coronavirus problem like the solution isn't well we'll just let people go to work because they might be in an abusive situation so then for therefore they can catch coronavirus at work like how does that make it better exactly anyway it's like it's like they're going the coronavirus the, the solution to stop coronavirus won't fix everything it'll make some things worse you're like you're right it, you won't be able to go to the gym you won't be able to go to school and report uh domestic violence or something like that like i totally understand that that doesn't mean we then go let's have millions of people get sick and die right crazy uh what are the other rules um oh number six underline alexandria ocasio cortez statement may 20th 2020 it's vital that governors maintain restrictions on businesses until after the november elections because economic recovery will help trump be reelected. a few business closures or job losses is a small price to pay to be free from his presidency is covid19 hype a political agenda four question marks guarantee they paraphrase what she said paraphrase she just didn't say that yeah i'm about to say that that doesn't make sense paraphrase they this is none of this in their mind it's a paraphrase karen once science air things comes out i feel like we get the right to say this nigga's lying yes yeah, they are seven in january and february this year there were more than 95 people that had the flu there were school there were schools that had some rooms closed for a week because of the flu what uh eight here's a list of county counties that connect union county with population covid19 results what the fuck this is posted on their door right this yeah they put this on the door who's reading this yeah yep and then toward the bottom they have of course gay people uh spread deadly diseases and sicknesses just people mm-hmm. the devil's happening before COVID-19 mm-hmm. this, this is it's almost as if to say bigotry is for stupid people mm-hmm. I don't know that it makes they people stupid worse spelling and, and run on sentences and don't know how to use their adjectives verbs and pronouns mm-hmm. and but be the main people writing though put it in bold print so you can see the mistake all right last one holly berry pulls out of a transgender role after receiving backlash online so on friday she announced on instagram live she will be playing a transgender person in her next project she said the new project got pitched to her when she was preparing her role in bruised but uh she put it on the back burner until she completed the sports film i thought after i do this movie that's the character i'm going to play on the live video barry shared the main character was a woman that transitions into a man adding that she was excited to experience the world of trans of a transgender person 
i want to experience that world understand that world barry continued barry mentioned that her role required her to cut all her hair off as she revealed that she did not mind the physical transition and looked forward to profoundly analyzing her character's role that's what i want to experience and understand and study and explore she said she described her new role as an opportunity to tell a woman's story that changes to a man however as a new service of her announcement barry faced a widespread backlash for considering the role the account holder of the netflix docuseries disclosure trans lives on the screen condemned barry's new project asking her to watch the netflix series to understand how cis actors like itself acting in trans roles has major cultural consequences off screen as a result of the massive pushback she pulled out of the project on monday night she released a statement on twitter apologizing to the trans community as a cisgender woman i now understand that i should not have considered this role and that the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories the documentary account responded to barry's apology and thanked her for listening and learning mm-hmm. i'm glad she did yeah that's a good story mm-hmm. i mean maybe she didn't know or understand the beginning especially the way she described it, it sounds like a person that didn't expect a backlash Mm-mm um and you know and then it's interesting because it didn't seem i mean i'm sure on twitter some people were less than kind but you know it seems like that disclosure is such a great documentary because it's not about dragging you like a lot of people online they think you know i got to drag this motherfucker i'm gonna cancel you and all this shit and then you know it's like watch this documentary look read this 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 article something like that and you have people to go oh i was not hip to this you know and that's the that's what privilege is privilege isn't necessarily you know the the people that are like gonna fight you tooth and the nail and be a fuck you motherfucker sometimes it's literally just being able to be oblivious to some shit that's a big issue for other people but for you Correct. it's never been right you know and there's a trope even considered it yeah and it's a trope that i think you know it's time for that shit to end you know so uh if, if there's no reason that in particular holly holly berry needs to play this role then i don't see what the point is now i will say this um if the project was one of those things that won't be made unless holly berry plays that role then that's tough i don't know what to do with that you know what i mean because something that stuff happens scarlett johansson had a movie that's supposed to come out like a year or two ago and everybody's like you know she needs to back out of this role and she did back out of the role but then there needs to become a dedication to put some not just to put someone in the role but to get the movie made because what happens is if holly berry signs up for a movie it's gonna get made yes if scarlett johansson signs up for a movie the movie's getting made maybe it goes straight to amazon maybe it goes next but it's gonna get made if india moore signs up for a uh for a movie role it may not get made that's the difference you know so i wonder what can be done to support the project even with the big names this had art uh, uh actors and actresses getting going hey you're right i'm not gonna be in this i wonder if they can find something else like well you can be in this in a different role um i don't know there's a business to it that just has to happen too and that's the part that sucks because that's yes. that's the part that's going to take away a lot of the uh agency of the trans people involved in this type of work yeah, a lot of times, like any um, marginalized group, they're not in the positions of power. Right, right. Um, all right, let's get into some other news. Um, let's see what else I have to talk about. Oh, let's talk. Logic talks Joe Budden's apology in an interview with Hot 97's Rosenberg. 
uh he says um so apparently joe budden doesn't like logic's music or whatever like the rapper right yes okay um and i guess he's been talking about logic on this podcast for some time uh he said that he's the worst rapper ever and should have retired a long time ago and so he got asked about it logic got asked about it about joe button saying that stuff about him and he said i didn't see the apology because apparently uh joe button apologized on his podcast for it he said i didn't see the apology i didn't see his review of the album or any of this logic said about the apology i literally have no issue with joe button i've never met him i don't know him he doesn't like me for whatever reason he wants to say i'm not black enough i'm not good enough he's a person who led to part of my depression some of my darkest spaces bro your words they make people want to kill themselves bro um he added button has spoken negatively about logic on this podcast in the past and this week took to the same podcast to apologize i'm sorry man button said uh blaming his actions on his own insecurities last week i came in here feeling pretty pretty tumultuous fresh out of twitter jail unable to properly read the room and just hating myself and life honestly unfortunately i protected some i projected some of that on the u lodge and for that i want to apologize yeah so um i don't know i think that's interesting because you know as people that give our opinion on shit um it is a fine line Mm -hmm. and i think um when you court that meanness you know that's what a lot of people want that's what they come for you know that's why they showed up you know they they they, like sometimes i think they feel a little disappointed a little let down that we don't just have a hot take right away like fuck this Mm -hmm. fuck this person ain't shit they never gonna be shit like that because that's what people jump to a lot you see it online a lot and when you make your podcast into that that is what you put out into the world and that represents you and it says more about you than it says about the people you're talking about all right like you're not happy with anyone because you're not happy with yourself um so i think that's a big part of it um and especially these one-sided type of like i'm just gonna use my platform to shit on this person that really hasn't done anything wrong uh, that it can be fucked up you know and i think it's so funny because you would think a person like joe budden been on that i mean he's he's been around a long time super famous uh fucking the podcast is big they've had (laughs) artists on there talk to face to face but a little bit of the hip-hop um aesthetic to these podcasts is very confrontational Mm -hmm. um and it's like you're not spitting real talk if you're not really like insulting somebody you you do an interview with an artist and it only goes viral if you kind of insult them some way you know so i can kind of understand why there's a pressure to do that kind of shit you know so it's just interesting because uh logic admitting to those two seeing two black dudes admit something like that in public is the direct opposite of the way i've pretty much ever see stuff like this being handled yeah it normally handles handled very differently yeah like i'm not necessarily a, a huge fan of joe budden in in any respect but i i do appreciate him saying it was my own insecurities and, and the way that i was feeling that that had me talking about you like that i do respect that you know even if you know i don't necessarily respect a lot of the things he does and stands for but i do respect that because that's the truth you know now logic may never hear the apology may never forgive him may not whatever but i i can i have a lot of respect for just the idea of like 
it's not even really about you it's me fucking up saying some shit because i was feeling away hmm. and i like logic saying this shit affected my mental health because that's true too and i think a lot of times people don't think about that Mm-mm. you know they what i mean care. like there's like there's there's just i don't know there's like i get that there's jokes there's this you know we do this stuff for a living too but i think people don't really consider that a lot of these celebrities and stuff are people yes they and are. if you make the running commentary on how much you hate this person or you hate what they do all the time and not something that they're saying not some political stance like you just hate them for existing like i'm gonna make jokes about how you're a terrible singer all the time and every time your name comes up i'm gonna just oh she can't sing he can't sing he's the worst this person could hear it you're putting it out into the world and this there's no framework around this podcast there's no limit to who gets to hear it and yeah if you have some type of agenda like that man the shit could get to this person i do wonder if people feel away about that like i would feel terrible if i'm like oh man this the shit i was saying about blank is causing them mental distress and they got to a point where they felt suicidal and i'm one of the reasons they got to this dark place you know but i just think people don't think like that Mm-mm. in general no well um but yeah it's just interesting and like i said them being black men i just there's really not as much tolerance of space for black like people say they want black men to talk like that but then when they do it's well nigga you ain't shit you said this back in the day you know it's never like okay yeah you get a moment to be like yeah that's that was real talk appreciate you admitting that shit you know because like i say the only emotions is anger (laughs) right um let's see what else uh trader joe's is not gonna be changing them names that they talked about changing last week uh last month which was trader jose's and trader means uh so they were accused of those names being racist An online petition said they was racist they said okay we're gonna think about it shout out to change.org <laughs> um uh and they said we want to be clear we disagree with that any of these labels are racist we do not make the decision based on petitions they said on the website they put a statement out other trader joe's names include trader giotto's and trader joe san for italian and japanese foods oh joe san oh these are like their own brands they make or something so yeah like trader means is like uh asian food trader jose's mm. is mexican food okay. and so some people was like this is racist and so they was like we gonna think about if it's racist or not and get back to y'all and people was like yeah they're gonna finally get rid of them names and they was like nah we're gonna keep the names while we approached while this approach to product naming may have been rooted in lighthearted attempt of inclusiveness we recognize that it may now be a, had an opposite effect oh this must have been what they said before uh yeah they said they were going to update the labels one that is contrary to the welcoming rewarding customer experience we strive to create every day company spokeswoman kenya friend daniel said at the time but in the recent statement the grocery store said it still believes the names many created decades ago represented lighthearted efforts at inclusion adding that its customers say they still like them we thought then and still do that this name of the products could be fun and show appreciation for other cultures the company added it seems to be this complete reversal to the previous commitment to removing the names from international foods that the corporation themselves had described as not being conducive 
to uh to creating a welcoming customer experience um said uh brianos bedell the san francisco bay area high school senior who launched the petition hmm i don't know what you think about it it's uh it's one of those things where it's a catch-22 you ask your audience your, your customers your customers buy the shit like not trying to be funny like they buy it of course they're gonna be like i don't see nothing wrong with it because majority of them are white not 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 that black and brown people don't shop there at all but majority of these stores are in white upper class neighborhoods you, you do you don't really have these stores in areas that serve a large brown black and brown population most trader those you have to go out of your way they're on the other side of town they're not on bus lines so of course you have these white people buying shit they don't give a fuck so it's one of these things where they go well, our customers don't care don't nobody give a fuck about your customers it's it's still uh problematic it was problematic then as a light fun-hearted joke and it's still problematic now like the names actually need to change uh for the fact that all the other good things you stand for this is like almost like a tarnish on your record for all the other positive things that you stand for i don't think it's gonna uh uh stop anybody from shopping there and all types of shit some people might but overall it just looks bad that's all it's just one of those things when people go we just wish you wouldn't do this you could have changed it to anything people still going to buy the shit yeah it's such a weird thing because like i'm trying to think like if i would be offended if they had like a soul food line and it was like trade <laughs> i don't even know what the black name would be for joe uh you know i don't know if i, I wonder if i would be offended because i assumed you know because they didn't do a black one but you know maybe asian people do think trader means to some bullshit you know what i mean the thing that it made me think about is what i said when we talked to morgan free uh morgan p campbell uh <laughs> not morgan freeman morgan p campbell morgan sorry p. about campbell. that yeah i mean you know morgan freeman is obviously a very big fan of the show and everything so i'm not not i listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot but when we talked to morgan p campbell um i i i said white guilt is a finite resource Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i meant is eventually it's gonna run out eventually they're gonna be like we ain't changing everything y'all yeah it felt it feels like at some point they were gonna be like yeah that's enough yeah you know they was like we're not gonna invest the money because that's the thing you demanded them change the thing but it's gonna cost like now they have to rebrand now they have to think of a new name now Mm -hmm. they have to go back and they're like that's the line we're not willing to go we're not willing to repackage and rebrand and reship that because that's cost that right now we don't have Mm -hmm. because to me it just seemed like it would be easier i mean (laughs) I, but i don't know i guess if you're okay offending some people fuck it what are you gonna what are they gonna do mm-hmm. either they eat there or they don't eat those foods but and are you gonna are they gonna be able to galvanize enough of a movement to be upset about trader joe's in this environment to make something happen probably not right because one of the things that don't make dollars it don't make sense and they're like why we're not gonna invest this money to not get a return on the profit of us investing the money to make the change yeah i'm but i ask for everything oh yeah i mean i'm not mad at ask yeah. for everything and another reason why a lot of black people tapped out because it would it wouldn't uh tr- uh trade a lawans or a trade a negroes so a lot of us don't <laughs> give a fuck about it but yes if it was something like that we'd be upset too so in the chat said trade a tyrone 
trade a tyrone come on see that's the thing having a sense of humor i have i i would eat trade tyrones so i'm just not the i don't think i'm in the demo of any of this shit you know you, and, i know and, what i do for a living okay i know what i do in in 15 minutes people in the chat room are gonna be like moon cricket i'm not gonna get up here and pretend to be precious but right i like i would eat trader tyrones if they had it but i would understand that other people would be like that this shit is racist as fuck yeah and it's one of those things where you ask it for everything knowing that you might not get everything and somebody was saying uncle ben's gone that's because they got the uncle ben and your mom they got to them early mm-hmm. in it you know it's getting to the point where it's getting late in the evening and the sun's starting to go down on on on, on white fragility and the white you know mm-hmm. forgiveness and it's starting to get late in the afternoon well you gotta remember they've been at the uncle ben and aunt your mama for literally decades yes they have like trader means and trader uh jose's it doesn't sound like they've been after them as long so maybe when they kill a black person in 2050 it'll be time to get it off the books okay yes and my, and my thing is truth be told i would actually buy uh uh a trader negroes off of the name alone like but that's just me. i wouldn't buy trader negroes no that's you too wouldn't far buy trader negroes? but i would do trader because that's not even the same that's means it's not trading trader asians it's trader means so i would go trader tyrone you know trade a little joe i would do something like that just on some irony but i definitely am not trade, getting so, so trade a soul food soul food is not you know let's just move off of this Mm-mm. it's names what? trader ming ming is a name karen it's an asian name trader jose jose is a name it's an asian name i mean it's a latino name so that's what they call their food of that brand so if they had soul food they couldn't say trader soul food or trailer colored or whatever it would just be trader some sort of a black person's name so maybe trader latoya trader Devante. trader Devante will work okay yeah i would buy trader Devante. yes Can't. yeah trader medias yeah so oh i was going down the wrong road my bad it's okay it's all right investigation reveals a tampon was not placed in a t- police officer's starbucks drink oh you don't say <laughs> i mean wow <laughs> how could we possibly uh how, who could have known that man i look i hear you i it's funny to me too i, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too Mm-mm-mm. i remember when they shared that picture and everyone said that's not real here's what i don't understand how many more of these incidents do we have to have where cops are caught either in a lie or completely overreacting we they everyone black knows right away these motherfuckers be lying the news reports it as the truth and then a month later it's like oh my bad y'all it's not the truth what what happens to the cops nothing because what they're trying to do is foster an environment in which people go look at all this anti-police sentiment the cops are in danger this is why we should not be upset when they kill george floyd that's what this is that is the danger of these com of these fake of these hoax these are hoax if someone ran a hoax on the police they go to jail yes they do if somebody said hey y'all the cops came on my house and kicked in my door and took a picture of their door and this is an unfair hashtag whatever the fuck i'm feeling real upset and the co- and then the news came out like a month later uh the cops never kicked in his door they'd also be like and in addition to that rod is in jail he's going to court he's being fine how can nothing happen to these police officers 
yeah and they have to launch an investigation when we launch investigation into other hoaxes those people end up being fined jailed or something Mm -hmm. what is this bullshit that's duty how can nothing happen to them this is why people don't believe in policing it's bullshit uh based on the evidence available at the time the item in the drink was possibly a cleaning type cloth commonly used by store employees so just complete misunderstanding but first thing you did was take a picture put it on the internet and tell people that uh hey don't go to this starbucks and diamond bar putting all those people in danger all right people come up protesting harassing the store manager right. and shit like that Ooh, smile back at y'all it looks like eggs on my face <laughs> whoopsie do and who's the fucking gonna have a, a tampon just sitting around and putting your goddamn drink right ridiculous uh all right let's get to some other news um how about this <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, y'all. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game that goes all around the globe and finds different articles, make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores from zero to a hundred and intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Alright. You ready, Karen? Mm-hmm. Uh Taylor Swift changed her folklore merch after she was accused of ripping off a black woman hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my girl tay tay this what am I, is she gonna have to be fucking with us today is it time for rod to have to cancel taylor swift as many of you have been hoping i would have to let's find out so you know she has a new album folklore and uh that she put out you know promotional material for it and stuff and um some of the designs for it had looked like like can you see it in the chat mm-hmm. yeah so it says folklore and then it has the kind of next to it um on the like like at a 90 degree angle beside the f beside the f mm-hmm. so this woman amira rasul went on twitter and said hey, wait hold up taylor swift is one thing to use the name folklore but we're out here stealing black women's logos too at the folklore um now i do find this interesting because it's such a twitter way to handle the shit mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's always like it's, it's always like uh yeah you clearly stole this number one um <laughs> at my brand um so uh yes she went on to say um uh based on the similarities of the design i believe the designer of the merch ripped off my company's logo she wrote this on july 24th um i'm sharing my story to bring light to the trend of large companies celebrities copying the work of small minority owned business owners i am not going to let this blatant theft go unchecked the 24 year old exchange explained in the past you know they got all these other celebrities that have been accused of stealing shit um online the kardashians being one of them 
in an interview with in style amira added that clearly taylor didn't find the folklore and make this sketch but at the end of the day taylor is the one who's profiting off of it this is her team so it's up to her to make it right now i do find that interesting when she had to be on the record not just on twitter in the interview it sounded like she backed down and was like okay taylor swift wasn't sitting in her room looking at my page talking about i'm about to make the folklore and steal it right at this time several celebrities have already posted photos of themselves wearing like the cardigan from her collection uh they got pictures of some dude named bobby burke wearing Mm -hmm. it taylor later issued a statement oh okay taylor later issued a statement on but he's gay karen i thought taylor swift hated the gays Mm, interesting taylor team taylor's team later issued a statement to good morning america saying yesterday we were made aware of a complaint that the specific use of the word the before folklore album of some of the folklore album merchandise was of concern absolutely no merchandise used before the words folklore album has been manufactured or sent out so the things were for sale on her site and she didn't i guess they didn't know this woman was out there with the folklore um and so she um said anyone who has bought those things online for purchase they haven't been sent out we're now going to take the v off of there so basically we won't be selling any uh anything that looks like the folklore period in good faith we honored amira's request and immediately notified everyone who had ordered merchandise with the word the preceding folklore album uh that they will now receive their order with the design change the statement concluded um yeah that's interesting so oh i see so her oh it is different so her says the folklore the black woman does and her and taylor swift says the folklore album because mm-hmm. it's out it's the uh, okay yeah. all right i see um so then amira responded commending taylor for recognizing um the damage uh recognizing the damage the merchandise caused to her company i commend taylor's team for recognizing damage the merchandise caused to my company at the folklore's brand i recognize that she has been a strong advocate for women protecting their creative rights so it was good to see her team is on the same page um it was a great first step we are in conversation right now with taylor's team about the next steps to make the situation right so some money probably Mm -hmm. since then taylor has updated the merch on her website and the new cardigan logo no longer contains the before the album's title making a distinct difference yeah because i mean it's like what's more likely taylor swift is surfing your instagram and being like how can i bring down this black woman for no reason mm-hmm. or heard of you before. y'all both just had a similar idea or someone on the design team had a similar idea or the worst possible way i would think of it someone on the design team stole this idea you know which you know once again it would be uh a coincidence but not impossible taylor has also responded tweeting she admires the work amira is doing i'm making i'm happy to make a contribution to your company and to support black in fact the black and fashion council launching april uh, launching august 3rd with a donation and um she tagged the, the folklore amira on um twitter the black and fashion global uh and black and the hashtag black and fashion council and amira said 
also the folklore is a business it is not a charity we don't accept donations but we are currently raising capital if you're a serious angel investor or vc interested in getting in on this pre-seed round drop me a line contact at the folklore.com so she's basically trying to look at it as a business opportunity yes that, and yeah. saying invest in me don't just give me some money um so i don't know if taylor and them are gonna try to do that or just she's using the the boost to try to you know get, get attract people. some people like that yeah it might not be taylor it might be other people yeah so uh zero to 100 karen a, a, a zero wow the problematic taylor swift gets a zero from karen mm. yeah. well she also gets a zero from me uh that was a pretty good way to handle it most time they just ignore the they, shit they, or they double down or they or they be like i'm suing your ass on some lady antebellum because i'm the one with the money and fuck you and i'm litigious and uh to see her not only be like nah you right we'll, we'll take it we'll, off we'll fix our it. bad too similar right nobody will be wearing anything that says the folklore on it from our company also if you want me to you know if you, i can donate to the company to help you out she's like now nah, i want some seed money she's like all right cool we'll see what's up with that in the future but yeah i'm kind of surprised that uh yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised that she uh you know um actually i take it back i'm not surprised at all it's tay tay she good she the best she really is good at this sounds like she believes she she lives her raps so zero for me as well all right let's go to the next one uh no name is back in the news she has a major concern with beyonce's blackest king film outspoken rapper no name has never been shy about sharing her opinion on big cultural moments the biggest thing happening in pop culture right now is beyonce's visual album blackest king which premiered on disney plus overnight and has had social media buzzing ever since no name contributed to the buzz with a controversial observation of her own one that has placed her again again placed her at odds with beyonce whom she's criticized in the past for their divergent views on capitalism and pro-blackness yeah it's always funny when they go the opposite side of beyonce beyonce ain't responding to no name Mm-mm. this is a one-sided beef mm-hmm. like this this is joe button and logic this is <laughs> this is like, <laughs> yeah like i said in a one-man fight ain't really that entertaining i tell people that right like <laughs> like like while we sitting up here being like wow what what is she gonna think about this like beyonce is somewhere like working on projects employing black people and shit uh i, I just don't think th- this is the beef i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man i feel like that's beyonce for the most part when it comes to this kind of shit she's like okay all right well anyway when you're employing a lot of people and doing a lot of work and trying to the next project spread love and 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 promote blackness all over the world it's kind of hard um to get into this while many are celebrating the blackest king as a powerful ode to blackness no names viewpoints strays away from the outright praise here's what she said we love an african aesthetic draped in capitalism hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by u.s imperialism because that's beyonce's you know that's what she need to do if we can uplift the imagery i hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it black liberation is a global struggle yeah it's always interesting because people basically see 
it's this weird dichotomy where black people in america because we've learned america american racism and xenophobia right we are supposed to see africa as just a charity case of just a bunch of broke motherfuckers that have, have been fucked over by white people and need you know it's it's that fucking commercial where it's like look at these people eating flies and shit like that so sometimes i think in the penchant to be woke it's like we're infantilizing the people of the continent like this isn't part of africa too like her being able to promote like this imagery and iconography uh iconography is somehow an insult or not real enough for the uh, like what do you want her to show you know what i mean like why aren't you showing civil wars nigga what like what do you want her to show um the other thing that's interesting um is that um not everybody agrees with this Mm -hmm. and many of those people being africans so if you look on her um twitter replies she got read for motherfucking filth by people in the continent of africa they're like what are you talking about don't speak for us you don't speak for us like why can't you just mind your american business basically what they were saying because you know as with most things beyonce um it's thought out you know it's an ode to lion king it's um there's long long portions where she's not even in it um she of course employs black and it's not even just for africa but she of course employs black artists and stuff in africa to make these statements about themselves and all and and of course they get paid for and they're on a huge platform right people tried to be like well disney plus isn't available everywhere in africa it's like well first of all nothing's available everywhere anywhere but then secondly when has that ever been the person's fault who made the art come on well when did we start elevating the level to that where it's like uh colin kaepernick well the nfl isn't shown everywhere nigga so uh taking that knee i hope you take proud of yourself like we don't do that to anyone no, beyonce they just move the bar they, whatever she does is just not good enough yeah it's so weird because um she's she's been doing this towards beyonce for a while now you know mm. and i i you know this is why i'd be so happy to have this podcast because this is a place that you can kind of voice your thoughts without having to like deal with people's agendas and arguments and shit you know it's just me talking to you or our guest and Mm -hmm. maybe the sometimes the chat room but i remember from day one with that shit with j cole being like yeah but like this is like some about this is kind of fucked up because you have your journey why are you singling out kendrick lamar or j cole what does that got to do with your journey like you got to be whatever not woke for 28 years and then suddenly you got just uh jumped in by twitter leftist and now you turn your whole life within the space of a month into being one of the twitter leftist motherfuckers that just go around harassing people why you know um and why do you feel like because you got dragged everyone else needs to be dragged you know drag me give me this criticism like you know i told i told you i alluded to it a while ago um back but me and her had an exchange on twitter that you know i think it was an amicable exchange it wasn't um any name calling or anything mean being said Mm -hmm. but 
you know me and her had an exchange on twitter uh and it was specifically i didn't at her obviously i don't do that shit Mm-mm. um it was just a thread i had written about you know the things i say on the show where it's like how come with these black radical motherfuckers we always end up in this situation where the only people they come after is black people you know what i mean mm-hmm. like how do we always end up in this situation where you're so woke that you end up being kind of anti-black it ends up being i'm so woke that i hate capitalism okay you hate capitalism skip over jeff bezos skip over elon musk skip over bill gates skip over all these motherfuckers the only people you come after is the obamas beyonce jay-z oprah it's just fucking weird comparatively in the people who have had money and been contributing to the ills of capitalism black people are just very low on the fucking rung of people like yeah and out of all those groups a lot of the other groups not everybody in that group guess what they trying to do help other black people yeah and so um i had made a thread and you know my point was a lot of this shit looks like jealousy to me and i've been operating on this for a while now because i found that it simplifies things and I, and it feels a lot more like the truth yes if you start from a lot of these people's attacks on people come from a place of jealousy clears it up so fast yeah the actions make more sense yeah because all i want to do is understand keep in mind this isn't me even knocking them for being jealous mm-hmm. even though you know i think jealousy is not a to me not a positive trait necessarily but i'm not i understand it everyone understands what jealousy feels like Mm -hmm. and but i needed to understand because i because they couch their jealousy in these woke terminology Mm -hmm. and they make the shit sound much more higher than it is but if you look at it from a simple point of view it's just oh you don't like that bitch the end just say that yeah it would it makes more sense everyone understands it and yes people gonna judge you about it but guess what we're gonna judge you anyway when we see through the 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 list of words you just used to just go wait a minute this only makes sense if you're just jealous of this person yeah it's a lot of flowery language for no reason yeah i I think i tweeted out this is july 26 it's funny how the capitalist attacks work seems to only apply to those ahead of a person in the game everyone on your level below or below is aspirational even if all their positions of attaining wealth are the same as the people you despise in practice it's just jealousy and that's uh, another thing because someone asked her about flo millie on twitter and she loves flo millie i love flo millie flo millie rap about getting money and treating niggas like shit and getting to the bag and not like she don't talk about helping the community or fucking giving back or what blackness and how we need to spread you know like black power and all she don't talk about none of that shit she's a 19 year old rapping about 19 year old people shit you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. jay-z used to be a dude that rapped about drug dealing when he was fucking 28 or whatever and and then who knew he would become a dude that actually gave a fuck about political and racial issues and shit it doesn't matter if you agree with them or not it's just everyone's path is different for that person beyonce you know also we just watch her elevating to this iconic person that speaks her mind and puts on for black people and specifically black women everywhere like we watch this and so to shit on the person while they're running the race 
in a non-productive way like this is weird and it's very weird using what i believe to be like the um distraction of saying it's about protecting these people in africa y'all or is it just you've been talking shit about beyonce for a long time calling her a capitalist and no matter what she would have put out you would have had a problem with it because you don't fucking like her like you like all the books in the world not gonna disguise this you know um so yeah like that's why i don't even fucking cosplay as one of these woke niggas because it's so fucking annoying and it's not true you only label these insults like neoliberal and capitalist at people you don't like you might as well be calling them a big fucking poopy head you might as well be saying that because it means nothing by the time you get done with it because then you turn around and you big up people like megan the stallion um um flo millie cardi b all these women rap about getting fucking money and i'm here for it and i love it Mm -hmm. i love it i love it Mm -hmm. okay look at my title playlist it's just them niggas i love it i love niggas getting money it's the best come on it's honestly the best honestly and especially when they ain't really hurting nobody because they ain't hurt no black people get money in ways that don't even hurt nobody in so many instances like when by the time you hear about some nigga rapping about selling drugs and shit they not even selling drugs no more they just getting money legally at that point i love it ain't nobody being hurt by this Mm -mm. this ain't amazon with workers on strike and shit Mm. like be mad about that come on you know take all your albums off of itunes and shit like nah it's always beyonce's fault or fucking jay-z's fault or some, you know just some other niggas fault it's, it's obama's fault it's always somebody's fault you know what i mean capitalism so yeah she had replied back to this thread where like i said i didn't mention her i didn't never say her name none of this shit because i don't like doing that shit on twitter i think it's whack i think uh harassing people is whack right i'm here to give my thoughts your thoughts are your thoughts you know period but we had a nice exchange where she was like it's all valid points and all this stuff and one of the things she kept alluding to was this idea of like uh you know liking being criticized and needing to be criticized and i was like i'm not here to do that Mm-mm because i don't think criticism needs to be mean i don't think come on i don't think learning needs to be public there's a reason we have classrooms right. there's a reason your fucking classroom doesn't have a camera in it that goes out to the world because when a teacher introduces a concept to you and you fuck it up the world's not supposed to see that like there's an environment where this stuff is supposed to happen where it's like okay well here's another way to think about it and it's also kind of decide the point when you're in a classroom to leave the classroom doors with something you learned five minutes ago and be like fuck you fuck the world fuck all you motherfuckers y'all don't know as much as me it's like you just learned that you literally just learned that five minutes ago there's a good chance that beyonce who is maybe 10 years your senior or so probably has thought about the things you said and came to a different conclusion for a reason while being an intelligent person and not just being an evil piece of shit you know um but yeah so uh the comments in the replies to her dissing uh beyonce just i don't think it went the way that she thought it was gonna go because the africans were not having it Mm -mm. they love beyonce too yeah as an african living in africa i assure you beyonce's dedication to collaborating with our talented creatives to come up with beautiful uplifting art is doing more for us than anything you have done 
the problems we have haven't been caused by beyonce neither is it her responsibility to fix them she is doing her part to help bring visibility to beauty to the beauty in us we don't need your divisive tone to tell us what we should or shouldn't appreciate you're not our mouthpiece that was from somebody named bad bad girls verdine another person tutu zondo said uh who are you speaking for i hope you didn't fix your fingers and tweet for us in caps because i can tell you that we don't need what we don't what we don't need is your voice we don't need a no hit wonder american trying to ruin a moment that we are currently enjoying a black artist creates work with hundreds of african artists empowers them not only financially allows thousands more to feel seen and motivated and this is your first response to it you need to do better and for you to reduce it to just african aesthetics is pathetic not only are you loud but you're wrong and you're doing more damage than you think focus on your little reading club and let the damn (laughs) why (laughs) why the <laughs> Dang, why the little oh man i guess the shade is universal in the diaspora because mm-hmm. yeah because their thing is like you're speaking on something and like most americans i don't know much about them and, and i don't know how much she knows but they're like you're speaking on something you don't know about and they're looking at it like beyonce is actually doing a lot of things but right. the way you coming at her is like she's doing nothing so what we're gonna do we're gonna look at the shit that you're doing compared to what she's doing and of course it's not the same yeah oh my god your little reading club that is cold fucking blooded uh focus on your little reading club and let the people who are represented for once enjoy this um you've actually pissed me off you really tweeted this with your chest and in the process you made your voice louder than the african people who created this film who actually lived these experiences and then you spoke like you know better because you what read a book please man damn by the way these some of these have thousands of retweets and likes and shit like they it was not it was it, it got cold in the d over there it got very cold on the streets for no name um yeah that's why a lot of times when things happen i know it's very hard for people but sometimes it's just best not to say anything and i'm not trying to be funny beyonce is one of those targets that if you go at her you literally better to be ready for the fight like that's not a target you go at and you just can just do 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 about your business somebody gonna find you and they're gonna have something to say you need to be ready but you also uh can can just not do it correct you which know? would eliminate the whole problem in the first place but if you just determined you're gonna be out there this is the result of it she dots her eyes across her t's man you're not gonna catch beyonce off point and like there's nothing you can say that she hadn't thought about you can be mad about the choices she made blah 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 but at the end of the fucking day they're not choices that are made without with thoughtlessness or exploitation in mind so there's a like there's critiques of every art you know some people may consider valid or not valid I, you know i i personally don't give a lot of uh weight to a lot of critiques um just because like who the fuck are you you know what i mean make something uh <laughs> like no you know no offense but like make something my nigga if you're gonna shit on something then show me the way um, right show me the right way to do it since you quote unquote have all the answers and this is gonna be like you said people act like this will thought beyonce probably had been working on this shit like two or three five years ago she probably had been working on this like who knows how long she had been working on this prior to it being released yeah and 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 like in typical twitter fashion 
after these people come for her you know she's i'm sure she's gonna be the one like no y'all are y'all are picking on me a black woman it's like you picking on beyonce but see this is what i think i'm glad we had this show so we could talk about this kind of stuff i think there's a lot of people that believe certain people are institutions yes and they think once someone is an institution you can just fucking do whatever you want to them Mm -hmm. and much like an institution they're not supposed to have feelings and their fans and the people that see what you're doing they're not supposed to have feelings about it but people are not institutions Mm -mm. so just because beyonce has worked hard to become beyonce biggest pop star in the world and shit does not mean that you can then reduce her to like like you would you know uh vandalize a building you know people are gonna notice and be like what the fuck are you doing you know but i think some of these critiques are leveled to these people as if they're institutional because they are so successful and and those aren't the same things Mm -mm. you know people came at ellen over uh sexual harassment and stuff that her producers were doing Mm -hmm. and and this all started from just the fact that they don't think she's nice enough off off the mic you know and it's you know it's the thing where it's it's partially jealousy partially true partially a bunch of shit right Mm -hmm. like like you, no one that no one can be nice for a living and be nice all the time it's a muscle it's i tell people this all the time on the show we talked about the morning show and megan kelly i'm like no y'all don't understand you need to respect these people's work oh yeah that's if the you muscle respect, that you got to turn on if you respect the work then you go oh al roker is a fucking amazing uh host because he knows how to turn it on and off if you really think al roker is just walking around all fucking day like hey how's it going Mm-mm. no but the camera turns on boom al roker goes to work come on if you see al roker at fucking starbucks and he'd probably be like hey man can you back up off me like i'm not at work i just want to get some coffee and then someone somewhere is going to be offended like this motherfucker did al roker i saw him i said asking for autograph i said al roker how's the weather gonna be today and he turned around to me and said can you leave me alone fuck al roker he's a fake piece of shit mm-hmm, and what they do? yeah i guarantee it i guarantee it and so anytime ellen exhibits like a human moment of any emotion other than anger i mean other than happiness and joy we're like she bitch lying she got to go right so i think she's institutional when she comes out and goes y'all right uh this the show has some problems i think i'm just gonna not do the show anymore because fuck it i'm already ellen and i'm already rich right i don't want to be you know clearly the world has turned on me since i sat next to george w bush Mm -hmm. i don't really want to be sitting around dealing with all this shit um a motherfucker tried to break in me and my wife's house a week or two ago mm. uh where we've been filming the show from wow yeah uh y'all right y'all y'all have it y'all right and as soon as she said just leaked out yeah i might just end the show you can't end the show we you got to figure something out now maybe they could replace the host they could do it's like oh now y'all didn't think this institution could come down and that's kind of, you know same thing for kanye west same thing for president obama same thing for oprah same thing for um mm-hmm. beyonce when she was like this ain't worth it i don't have to be here like if beyonce released some sort of memoir or some did an interview where she was like you know all these people coming at me about you know my activism and my trying to help and shit it fucks me up i'm depressed i'm this i'm that 
these motherfucking flip-floppers would flip so faster it is so messed up how we treat black women fuck you so devastating they would do that shit and i know they would do that if she put out if she even gave an inkling of the cuts you have been doing to me have caused me to bleed i am a human being and i do consume this shit you see my mama going out here all the time being like y'all need to stop shitting on my girl she trying to help sister right because y'all assume i'm so far beyond you that i cannot even be touched by you that you can shoot your slings and arrow and they will never reach me because the distance money has created from me to you is so vast but it's not true because all the work i do is about representing you and us because i believe in that connection so i guarantee you some of this shit gets back to that woman of course. and no one fucking thinks about that it's logic being like y'all are the reason motherfuckers want to kill themselves is that shit that, that that comes up that people finally go huh maybe i can like you know i'm trying to stop Joanne in the chat room from being joe button to taylor swift okay i'm trying to save you motherfuckers okay keep the hate out of your heart this is this like this shit is so whack and then it looks so transparent when you see some shit like this where it's like everyone saw through this no name shit and was like this ain't even about beyonce it's just you like you've been gearing up and and like you know like i said i thought we had a fruitful exchange on twitter and then after i saw this shit i was like oh she just responded because i hit the nail on the head when i was like this shit looks like jealousy you didn't even really want to talk to me you wanted you just wanted to be mad that i said you look jealous and when i didn't give a fight and go fuck you you jealous mother. like when i just was like nah that's not your personality yeah i'm like i'm hoping for the best i this like the shit looks whack to me but it ain't my fight so you're 28 I, when i was 28 i wasn't even as fucking socially uh aware of some of the shit you're talking about so look maybe you're gonna figure this out and 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 i'll be looking like maybe i was wrong like i but uh two weeks a week later she's back to banging on beyonce i'm like oh she didn't learn shit that exchange was a waste you yeah, know sometimes it takes people a while to get there yeah and i'm sure there's a hundred people in her mentions being like yes girl all cartoon avatar fucking black socialists uh with simpsons drawings that just created accounts 20 minutes ago telling her that this shit is is smart anyway back to the african people fake woke fake deep black americans are equally oppressed by the u.s how does a work of art projecting blackness contribute to oppression you are too smart to be dogmatic about worldviews on the creation and distribution of wealth no single theory can understand that shit fuck out of here uh, another person said hari bonang ambassador warona whole continent hired you to speak for us kana ubua ka wakanda uh, i don't know what that must be another language yeah i don't know all of that but it sounded like shade <laughs> uh another person said love you but what is y'all damn problem if we shed another light over africa to show its greatness how other countries do too even though they also struggle why always bring down africa when we for ones are being are trying when we for once are trying to portray our people in a different light another person said so when africa is portrayed in a positive vibrant inviting light it's exploitative for aesthetic purposes unpack why you're bothered by and can't fathom 54 countries not being portrayed in squalor chaos and destruction uh, another person said you they dragon dragon and these flies <laughs> 
it seems to me beyonce understand better where the true liberation start which is the mind her body of work brings new perspectives gives a voice to black people to define themselves it's not about asking for validation but reclaiming what has been stolen from us our identity i dare not think your intellectual never considered the way we view ourselves is what either cage us or set us free those black folks in africa were given a creative space to glorify and uplift their heritage which you ironically reduce and cage in an african aesthetic lol and more the issue most americans have they think civilization is modernization you often confuse the two and that's how you come to the conclusion that we will never be able to access maybe you should read do more than read and tweet about africa smiley face man man africans are happy like it's a holiday but you just want to ruin it for us we love beyonce more than we love you nobody chose you as our mouthpiece god damn that was the last one i that they saved on this thing but whoo yeah yeah they uh they went in a lot to say they was like baby like because there's a thing you call yourself speaking for them and they was like you don't speak for us sweetie yeah it's just interesting because people do this with with stuff all the time a lot of the act the activism you see online where they come at people on the behalf of somebody else is not really about those people and that's what's Mm. so fucked up you know it's i'm you know what i'm glad we're talking about all this stuff okay um maybe we'll we'll end it here but uh, the other day because i've been thinking about that christian cooper thing over and over in my mind Mm -hmm. the central park thing and amy cooper and why i was so bothered by the the commentary about it it just didn't feel authentic and you know when things don't feel authentic my brain starts racing the empath in me keeps trying to get to the truth the deeper truth like what what are people really saying because the the logic they have doesn't add up it's not going to set precedent it's not going to do this and the thing that bothers me about amy cooper i finally realized is this white people a little too happy to give amy cooper up white people are a little bit too on board with us jailing amy cooper and i know something they fight on i know it's not real it's not actual change it's not going to give any precedent they are we'll let her be a martyr just so we can keep this white supremacy going that's what it is it's you can have this one that's what it is they don't want any real change they're not mm-hmm. gonna do shit mm-hmm. this if that law that they have works on amy cooper she'll be the first and last fucking person ever convicted of that shit if she gets convicted because they want to give her up they don't care this is a shut the fuck okay niggers are you happy right, go away that's the thing white people too on board with this what change have white people been on board with that 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 has really like changed our lives they want on board with the civil rights movement they want on board with reconstruction like they're not on board with anti-slavery like abolishing slavery they're not on board with any of this shit suddenly for this one white woman not even the most egregious racism we've seen on camera at all Mm -hmm. they're on board with getting giving her up and it doesn't feel right it's not real change Mm -mm. you know and 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 so that type of imagery that illusion of progress i'm not interested in you know it's not and it's like i said it's not that i give a fuck about her i don't give a fuck about her 
like if she goes to jail it's not like i'm gonna be crying like oh amy cooper she can go to 20 jails it don't matter to me she literally is inconsequential white people's capitulation to black people on this does not feel right it feels like don't look in my house it feels like mark cuban when uh uh sterling or the the owner of the um clippers Mm -hmm. when he got caught in that racist scandal and mark cuban's first response was well hold up we don't need to just take his team because you know who amongst us doesn't have like some type of racial shit that could be blah 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 and then they investigated mark cuban and dallas mavericks and they said well actually don't you have some things and he was like oh no no no, no. go ahead and get rid of his team that's what this feels like that's what this feels it feels like go ahead and get rid of his team go ahead uh uh, you know yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, because they don't want you looking down that way right black lives matter to me okay i'm doing this on behalf of the blacks these white people get to pat themselves on the back i'm giving up amy cooper on behalf of the blacks so this is so don't ask me about my racism obviously i'm a good white person i think amy cooper should be in jail it's a shortcut having read shit having listened to shit having changed shit having had a conversation about shit but we can just say give up amy cooper the fucking end and that's not the beginning that is the end what a lot of black people are talking about being a beginning for something is literally yes. the end of something for these white people and they don't see it they they're they're so blinded by the rage and the hate of like we can get one that they're not seeing that that's it this is all you're gonna get then that's all you're gonna get this isn't like this is them lying to us again like yes today we'll get amy cooper and tomorrow we'll get it's like tomorrow another cop will put a knee on somebody's neck and we won't get him Oh, but, no. but we will get amy cooper progress you know what i mean right. oh we will get the people that call the police on you but what about the fucking police that show up and do it that's the problem they what both is, are problematic but that's the imagine a problem. world where you called the police and i didn't feel like it was a death sentence come on that's what the fuck i want i don't give a fuck if amy cooper goes to jail or not i want a world where amy cooper calling the police doesn't make me feel threatened at all right because that's why people exercise it because they can yeah i don't want the shit so that's what it is it feels like empty calories it feels like iceberg lettuce you know what i mean you're just uh, like this is not food this is not nutrition this is some bullshit you 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 giving to me and trying to act like you're fucking magnanimous like you're doing me a goddamn favor this is not a favor you know so that's what it is and that's what no name is doing to both beyonce these africans what about them that's the real problem look how beyonce did them africans it's so wrong it's like african people literally showing up like that's not even the problem we actually enjoying what she's doing we actually appreciate what she's doing we support what she's doing we think this is dope our artwork is getting all this uh viewership money people going to the websites and and then and then no name can hide behind yeah it's about the africans like like but but what do you do when we're not on board with that you know it's it's white people paying let's put black lives matter on the street and there's a bunch of black people being like yeah but arrest the killers that uh brianna taylor mm-hmm. and they're like uh, we painted black lives matter on the street so i feel like we're kind of like eh, mm-hmm. we kind of already did that i know that's not the same yeah and that's kind of how this feels where it's like beyonce can't stop capitalism by herself no and beyonce giving up all her wealth in the world won't change a goddamn thing for no black person on the earth other than negative consequences for all the black people she has helped right it literally won't change a goddamn thing 
and it's so weird to see people that call themselves pro-black anti-white supremacist blah 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 spend so much time being obsessed with this black person got too much money this black person won't get us free nigga we didn't think beyonce was gonna get the entire continent of black people free from a goddamn disney plus thing stop Mm -hmm. treating us like we're idiots right no one thought that and no one thinks your tweets are gonna get us free and no one thinks this podcast is gonna get us free no one even thinks voting is gonna get us free no one thought barack obama is gonna get us free we're not fucking stupid we understand the complexity of this problem and how fucking deep it is so don't hide behind black people like it's some fucking charity case and only you know what's right it's bullshit and a lot of those motherfuckers that do that shit are hiding unlikable personalities insecurity and a bunch of shit behind woke words and causes so you can't interrogate them personally and be like why are you the way you are right you know seen it many times many times we've dealt with it we've had it in our lives where it's like damn is it black girls magic or is it black girls that do exactly as you say magic and then fuck them right if they if they have an opinion you don't like fuck them they ain't shit no more that that's not real that's not real love that's not real activism that's not real anything so it just feels so fucking performative you Mm -hmm. know it feels so and at the end of the day it just feels fucking jealous yes it feels jealous and i say this from a place of i had to interrogate myself i i remember how much time i used to feel like i would spend on this show being like man what did the breakfast club do today damn they fucked up this is uh, and then at some point i remember uh thinking to myself but if deep down like have i thought about is my point we should be on that platform we should have this many listeners we should have people tuning into our every word and shit and i was thinking to myself like is that even a little tiny part of my criticism of them because they're not that fucking important for me to make our show about their show right that's not that's not cool that people come here to hear what we have to say right. not not what we got to say about not what them. they have to say right. you know what i mean so here i am playing a clip of their show talking about how we feel about the we produce content we can do that you know so that was kind of a thing that i had to realize for my fucking self and it and it made me feel a lot better to be like oh yeah i don't have to comment on this you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do they're gonna exist they're gonna be whatever but that's not my path my my fight isn't their fight yeah is your internet still working or is it just me um i see you went off my screen um let me pause all right so we had to take a little break for technical difficulties but we're back um but yeah just it just it just i it, it made me feel a lot better when i could just be like oh okay it's jealousy because i used to give people the benefit of doubt and it would take me i would go down these fucking securitist routes of thought about well is it this is it that could it be this how come it doesn't make sense how come they don't talk about these people but they talk about these people how the fuck like how is your anti-capitalist agenda just leaving out the people that own most of the fucking wealth these white people you know it's why i really didn't fuck with bernie sanders and his crew like y'all mad obama got paid for a speech what the fuck are you talking about right like the, the, like what are you gonna do to break up uh facebook what about jeff bezos like how is that not the focus of your ire and not whether michelle obama's got a documentary how is that make even making the fucking list you know a lot of it sounds more like jealousy to me sounds a lot like i should have this you know and the thing is with no shade 
maybe you're not working hard enough maybe you're not as talented as this other person maybe that's the truth maybe you didn't get the lucky break but maybe even if you had their audience you wouldn't satisfy their audience it's the hard thing for a lot of people to believe no one thinks they're where they're supposed to be if they have some level of ambition they everyone thinks they're supposed to be doing better than they are but maybe there's a fucking reason you're not better than you are and maybe there's an even better reason that you're not beyonce maybe there's a better reason that you're not fucking whoever and it it's okay to accept that because only then can you really run the race you can only run that race against your own time now that's true you know it's like people that go out jogging or whatever and they just want to get a little bit better every day like, mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm a break 20 minutes i'm gonna break 15 minutes they mm-hmm. they're running against themselves they can't look up and see usain bolt passing them and be like well fuck running you know what oh, i mean you never you never start the race right and so i think that's what it is man like there's a lot of you know there's just a lot of jealousy disguised as shit and i and i it it, is my ears perk up every time i see them call a black person a capitalist every single time because that's the thing it's not like i've never heard anybody any black person utter the words black capitalism will save us ever i never heard them say it will get us free ever but we will thrust those words in their mouth so we can hate them there's a distrust that immediately goes up just immediately you know motherfuckers would have been looking at madam cj walker like this bitch that's that's really what they would have been doing like it's just mm-hmm. wild so yeah anyway man um beyonce um uh no name going at beyonce zero to 100 hate to be like care zero like i like not so funny i actually do not care i hate to be that black woman but i don't care yeah you know what's funny after everything i say i still feel like um maybe 50 fucked with like it's not huge but i'm but it it bothers me more about the every time beyonce does anything we have to have this moment mm-hmm. on the show mm-hmm. you know every time she does anything we're back to some motherfucker hating if it wasn't at the super bowl halftime show or where when bakari whatever his name had was trying to sell fucking books at the end of his article about beyonce being a capitalist it's just fucking weird it's like she navigated capitalism better than you did so somehow she evil but you still navigating it too you ain't like you you want to make money to live and for your family be okay too everybody does right Right. like come on man all this virtue signaling for what for who and for people to to tell you you're not speaking for me i I can't imagine anything worse so you know in fact a hundred yeah 100 i'm fucked with man i could just because the repetitive nature of beyonce does some shit mm-hmm. and then people try to find these odd angles to come at her they do what just happened to not liking some i didn't like the song or i didn't you know i wasn't feeling the vibe of this or yeah, it's a lot of music and shit i don't like i, I the people would never know i'm not in the kings and queens and royalty and shit like that you know like they what you could just say that she the only one that we got to reserve like and on the top of that she uh, exploited africa um because uh only uh you know only beyonce beyonce the people that did slavery and uh the french did just exploited africa like get the fuck out 
all right last thing sorry went so long on that part so we can't do guest the race today had to be talked about couldn't help myself yeah someone said in the chat she won't learn yeah man like i said we talked a week or so ago and i thought oh maybe she's not as bad as i oh never mind yeah, um I, and I, mm-hmm. go ahead nope you go ahead i'll give her the benefit of the doubt that it may get there eventually but it's a yeah. learning process and just like most people sometimes you don't get it the first time you know y'all know your people got kids sometimes it take the 10th time for your child like oh mama now i finally get what you're talking about yeah and the thing uh that i was thinking about too is um that's fine like she doesn't have to get there she doesn't have to like be quote unquote call yourself radical pat yourself on the back as long as you want to but i'm telling you that reality that social media sphere is its own nightmare yes and she gonna always be fucked with by her social media because of the way she's courting certain type of people with her behavior and i know because i've been there yeah i speak from experience those type of people are very not supportive they're very uh annoying they're very Mm -hmm. uh, they attack you they harass you they do a bunch of shady shit to you all the time it's just not good man it's gonna fuck up your mental health fucking with them i like i said this i'm not wishing ill will on her at all Mm -hmm. it's just i remember when we first talked about the j cole shit and i was like this isn't all the way right like this is the reason people are siding with her is because we could successfully turn this into a black man versus a black woman thing and once you do that the lines are drawn and it really doesn't matter what anyone has to say from that point on but i was like this doesn't feel all the way right no you know and i and and it's funny because the same people talking about he tone policed her and this is all this this long history of massage noir now that she's doing this shit to beyonce it's it's the, no one cares about her tone anymore it's like nigga shut the fuck up like they are not them same people that put her on a pedestal and used her as an avatar for this and and the thing i wonder is how that shit affects her mental health because you have everybody rooting for you one day behind the guise of oh black woman this black girl magic and then then you come at beyonce feeling that you have another principled stance and everybody's like shut the fuck up so yeah it can't be it can't be good and you know she read her shit because i didn't even add her or even type the words no name into my twitter and she was in my like i want to respond to this so who fucking like she clearly got her ears to the to the twitter streets and that's not good man it's not healthy no it's not i hope she's okay real talk i'm not even saying that facetiously Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no shade none of that i just hope she okay and, and evolves and and not to, and all the side get the get whatever help help or assistance that you know she may need because it has to be a lot on her yeah so hope she all right man um man allegedly oh last thing and we don't know what the internet does to people Mm-mm. getting dragged like she got dragged when she made the stuff she made them statements about capitalism it it can't have been good for her it can't have been good and it was after she got dragged for saying black people don't go to her shows and people was like you whack nigga so now she reforming her entire aura around this shit like it can't be good and if she's mm-hmm. doing all this to get love from black people you definitely not gonna get it by shitting on beyonce it's not a contest it's not like if we love beyonce we can't love nobody else 
like black love spread it's enough for everybody yeah and there's people that love it like beyonce and like you too yeah you're not gonna turn the world into beyonce haters because you jealous no you not all right a man allegedly decapitated a landlord with samurai sword over rent dispute oh shit did he say rent due right now i don't know i mean well in this environment with this capitalism i blame beyonce you know like why did beyonce put that Mm -hmm put that project out when she knew that uh the moratorium on evictions was passing mm-hmm. he came in there go my rent you need to cut it and he cut him <laughs> the rent was too damn high i guess yeah, too damn high yeah uh shout out to all 1000 of you who sent this to me uh, a man allegedly used a samurai sword to decapitate his connecticut roommate a nationally known bridge player oh wow oh fucking up the bridge community wow i guess uh the dispute was a bridge too far (laughs) i guess he doesn't think they can make up because he clearly burned that bridge guess that's the bridge you shouldn't have crossed i'm only gonna read the short version of this article it's the abridged version all right yeah i ain't know they got bad about it in bridge apparently so um yeah 42 year old jerry david thompson of harford had recently moved into a vacant bedroom in the asylum avenue home of victor king 64 a traveler's insurance company retiree and personal bridge professional bridge player thompson threatened his landlord with the sword after the two men had a dispute about the suspect not paying rent according to the arrest warrant a day before he was beheaded sunday king reported to police that thompson had waved the blade at him Ooh then uh somebody was on record well jerry david thompson is a black man who had the sword and the white man was the one who got killed so i wonder if when he called the police they was like uh sir this is the amy cooper law you sure you want to go to prison for this he's like he waved a sword at me did he sir did he we all know blacks are innocent (laughs) uh a day before he was no sir you go you you just black and go to jail where king's friends could not reach him sunday they alerted authorities police said and firefighters later forced their way into the house and discovered the grisly bloody scene police tracked thompson down and pulled him over in the city's north end but he refused to say anything to investigators but just scribbled on a piece of paper paper in glove compartment in jeep is all you need in the vehicle's glove compartment the cops found paperwork suggesting he, that he considered himself a sovereign citizen and not subject to the law nigga you think you got diplomatic immunity this ain't lethal weapon for the fuck thompson who has previous convictions for assault and robbery has arraigned was arraigned tuesday in superior court how you got convictions for assault and robbery but you a sovereign citizen didn't you know you did <laughs> wow what am i saying he cut a man's head off with a sword of course none of this makes sense Mm -mm. he also remained mum he was held on two million dollars bail king worked in it at travelers for more than 20 years retiring in 2018 to focus on playing bridge 
wow that sounds like such a dope life he was very good at it very good at teaching others to play it just a kind and gentle person that whose first love was bridge and written out to shady people apparently paul linkswiller linkswiller yeah executive editor of bridge bulletin a publication for american contract bridge league described king as a grand life master which is a high our highest rank to achieve that rank one must lower at least ten thousand must have at least ten thousand master points links said which means you have to play a lot and you have to be good too king had accumulated fifteen thousand two hundred ninety eight point five five master points said acbl's patsy edwards in 2016 he won a national championship did they show that on uh espn the bridge championship probably do uh he was known as a top player from new england oh so he's the tom brady of bridge banks called his cousin one of the good guys one that would never hurt a soul one that would always teach reach out and help others he was pleasant as can be always seemed to be happy he was just a joy to be around man that is so sad mm-hmm. over some over some rent well all right tomorrow we'll have brandon from black beer travelers on the show um and uh, we look forward to talking to him about beer mm-hmm. and traveling and all that other stuff that comes along with uh blackness um <laughs> uh when it comes to blackness and beerness and and traveling and all that stuff um because uh like i said we appreciate that um and then also we're gonna be this weekend at fresh fest uh fresh fresh fest digifest you can find all the information at fresh fresh fest digifest.com uh we're gonna basically be doing a live uh 50 minute broadcast at 2 p.m um and you know just talking about you know some beer and um you know some podcasting and all of that stuff um so you know if you guys want to come on out and check me and karen out we would appreciate that um i'll we'll make sure to post on our social media um some of our uh information Mm -hmm. for um like the promotional graphics and stuff like that but we're looking forward to it man fresh fest uh it's gonna be dope man fresh fest digifest uh they have like virtual tap rooms and stuff it's like a lot of beer stuff going on and uh you just come into the room and hang out with us for a while so um you know we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow but that's august 8th at 2 p.m that we'll be doing the fresh fest uh digi fest all right so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.